Welcome to episode number 35 of the Power 5 podcast. We've got Christian back from his punishment. We're glad to have him back in the studio. We've also got Brant and Colin with us. And guys, this week we're going to tackle the topic of villains. We've got some real crazy folks that we're going to be discussing and ranking. You know, we're just a month away from Halloween, so the spooky season is now upon us, no doubt about that. So, fellas, welcome to the podcast. What's up, Father? I'm setting the over under at four and a half that you've got Disney villains, and I'm taking the over. Oof. Dang. Hey, no teasers here. You'll just have to wait to to see. But, you know, I, I want you to lay a substantial amount of money on that. Okay. <laughs> mm. All right. Christian, good to have you back. Good to have you back. Uh, thank you, Brant. Thank you, fellas. I tell you what, uh, I missed you guys. It was hard. I don't know if the people knew this, but I, you could see me. You just couldn't hear me. And I was belting out every 80 song last week. I mean, give me a higher love. Whoa. I mean, the entire time I, I was singing every song, man. So that was one of the hardest things I had to do in my life. So I will never make those bets again. I will never go against you, Kev. Lessons learned. <laughs> I'm glad that you're back. You know, while you were muted last week, I know you weren't surprised that Colin was not singing his Whitney Houston tunes, but I know you would have been right there <laughs> singing them for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Colin did say when he's in the car by himself that he has been known to do a little karaoke. So I'm just going to leave it at that, let you use your imagination. That's what I like to do when I think of Colin. We're going to get Colin to sing or do a, an impersonation soon. I feel it coming. One of these yeah, days. At we'll least see. a George Bush. Yeah. Maybe Ray Charles. Yeah. Okay, we could do that. Yeah. Ray Charles. That's gonna wow. To, that's going to have to be video, though. He does a great Ray Charles. Guys, can, can I just say, you know, what we're doing tonight, it was kind of hard for me. There's so many people out there that I consider villains. And I, I don't know, I just, uh, you know, I like to shout out people like uh, Dr. Fauci, uh, you know, and just want to say that he's not on my list tonight, so he's okay. Um, but I'm trying to trying to stay away from that tonight. So no political he is a TV, jargon. TV villain, though. He is. Came in at number is. six. Came in at number six, huh? He is. He yeah, is he actually, TV, uh, him, Pelosi, there's a whole list of people that just didn't meet my criteria. So, you know, spoiler alert. There goes our entire California block of <laughs> listeners. Yeah. I love you guys. Sorry about you that. You can edit that. Hey, you know, I feel like tonight, even though we're talking about villains, we need to start out the pod by just wishing a RIP, T's and yes. P's to the man, the myth, the legend, Turd Ferguson. Rest yes. in peace, Norm MacDonald. Oh, man, I, I went down such a long I, I will say this. If you are listening to this pod and you have Twitter, Go on Twitter and just type in Norm McDonald and hit videos. I spent several hours like he's got such good stuff. The moth joke on Conan. Like there's so many good videos that he had. He's, he was a true one of one, man. RIP to a legend. This well, guys, is probably yeah, going to no surprise doubt. nobody here, but. Didn't know him. Get off the get off the pod. Get this guy out. Listen, there's only one word that describes that. It's just pure disrespect. It is disrespect, man. He, I love that Norm was he mastered the art of awkward comedy, and I just loved it, man. He he is like the most awkward comedian, but it's it was hilarious, man. Like his roast of Bob Saget. Oh man, every roast he did. 
Celebrity Jeopardy. Colin, you've got some homework. Go watch a movie called Dirty Work, directed by Bob Saget, Norm Macdonald, Artie Lang. It's he he grew up in the genre of the guys like the Farleys and the Sandlers. I know you've seen Billy Madison. Yes. You know he was one of his friends sitting by the yeah. pool. He's oh, like, uh, yeah. I, something I forgot to do today. Have five yeah. daiquiris. No, I did that. Yeah, that's perfect. Yes. Dude. Well done. <laughs> What is the original crazy update guy? The original, oh, he was yeah. absolutely, yeah. I mean, he Seth Myers said that like he had to beat Norm's delivery out of him just so he could kind of be original with his. Like, Norm is a he's a legend, man. Also, let go from Saturday Night Live because he would not stop making OJ Simpson jokes. That's <laughs> legendary. And then and then they had him back on to host a year and a half later. And he was like, I don't know what, what happened. You know, I went from being not funny to now I'm I'm the host. So either <laughs> either I got funny or SNL got way worse since I've left. That was hilarious. <laughs> I had no idea about that. Yeah. I'm just hey, saying. Hey, if you want to hear another OJ Simpson <laughs> reference, head on back to episode one where we discuss how we invited OJ on to the very first power five podcast oh is it the very first one very first i think also uh reignite that effort (laughs) and colin you're going to do a pretty good impression of him right i will work on that on episode 36 listen you you tried right there with i'm just saying (laughs) i'm just saying saying. that was good that was good love love the oj twitter videos i mean (laughs) look (laughs) when you need a reasonable voice in america you can rely on oj simpson's twitter account (laughs) Yes, that's right. And that's where we've come as a country. But I would be remiss to not also throw up a tease and peas to a pod fan favorite here, Miss Reba McIntyre. I don't know if you saw this. She was rescued today after stairs collapsed inside a historic Oklahoma building. And there's video footage. Cody Alcorn broke the story today. So if you haven't seen that, our tease and peas up with uh, Reba. Oh, wow. Was was Cody in flip flops? Yes. I mean, he usually is. Yes. Hey, is anybody excited that, well, when this episode releases, we're officially two days away from Survivor. Is anybody fired up about this? It's like season 56 of Survivor. Does anybody watch it? Never seen it. Come on. Survivor. I remember the first season. That was good. 55 years ago. Y'all need to get on it. Fantastic show. Well, Evan, I feel like you're more of a naked and afraid guy because I can just picture you naked and afraid watching Survivor. <laughs> is that his show? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. It is now. <laughs> oh, man. I've never even seen that. So that's a thing, huh? I don't know. I just thought it was a funny title. It's, but... a, it's a thing. I've seen hey, it. let me tell you what is your thing. I know wow. this. You know, we like to do happy birthdays, birthday wishes out. It's September the 15th today. We want to wish Heidi Montag a very special 35th birthday. Happy birthday, Heidi. How about and that? Uh, Heidi Pratt, as I like to call her. Yes. My bad. Hey, Dan Marino <laughs> turned 60, Christian's favorite oh, football man. helmet. Hey, laces out, Dan. Oliver Stone, 75, and one of the all-time great actors. Shout out to the fugitive, Harrison Ford. But Tommy Lee Jones turned 75 years old today. How about our, our very wow. own pod, fellow podster, Brant, birthday uh, two days ago. Yeah. Hey. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Brant turned 41. He's officially yeah. the oldest and pod, pod member. <laughs> and also he had an anniversary too, right? Yep. Same day. Same seven day. years. Lucky number seven. Congrats, Lucky bro. Lucky number seven. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. Hey, so September 15th, got all kinds of crazy stuff that went on. You know, we just finished up some 80s music. Do you guys remember Tiffany? She's a redhead. I think we're alone now. Christian, can I get a line? Oh, yeah. I think we're alone now. Doesn't seem to be anyone around. You know, she's actually second to Wendy from Wendy's when it comes to redheads in my book, but she's up there. 34 years ago was when her debut album released, September 15th, 1987. Hey, Colin's favorite show, Chips, debuted back in 1977. Eric Estrada and Larry Wilcox. Is that like with the motorcycles? Oh, yeah. The cops, yeah. I vaguely remember that. Also, his favorite snack food. Santita's chips, man, are not good. You need to step it up. Come on. Oh my gosh. They're not good plain like Colin eats them, but they're a they're a good chip with salsa and queso. I prefer them to the to uh Tostinos though. I agree. I agree. I like the on the border. Those are good. Colin just straight goes in raw with the Santitas. A raw dog Santita? Like dry nugs (laughs) and raw Santita. Like that's all he dude. Wash it down with a uh, blue powerade though. It'll change your life. Dry Santita. All right. So that's a game changer, a little salty with a blue. Yes. Uh, Santita oh boy. Santita dry. Boy I could see boy. Colin wearing nothing but a sombrero, just dogging a bag of chips. <laughs> In his bed, just like right now. <laughs> and when I said I could see it, I mean, I literally can see it. You know, by the way, you know, the listeners don't know what he's wearing right now. He's wearing a Clemson best is the standard shirt. I mean, is, is best truly the standard right now? Are you it's, offering now the time. Right now, Colin? <laughs> Is it the time? Is now the time? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just move along. Hey, Bill and Ted's Excellent Event Adventures, September 15th, 1990, the animated series. During this time, did y'all watch that? Bill and Ted's? I did. I was a big Keanu Reeves guy. There we go. Oh, how about that? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the classic Nick at Night show, Green Acres. I don't know. It's probably on CBS or something back in the day. 1965 Green Acres dun, 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 debuted. Oh, I know that one. Watch that. Green Acres is the place yes. to be. I was yeah, a big Nick song. at Night guy, man. That's right. A little bit, a little bit. Hey, well, that's all I got for <laughs> our Today in History, September 15th. All right, folks, before we get to ranking, we would like to make a special announcement. We are excited about our first podcast sponsor. I'm proud to introduce the Spice Logistics LLC podcast Pick'em. Really appreciate those guys hopping on board. They are a transportation company that handles shipments of all sizes and commodities. Client satisfaction is their main goal and their team is made up of highly dedicated and professional people. Be sure to give those guys a call at 678-882-0805. You can also find them at spicelogisticsllc.com and tell them the Power 5 Pod sent you. So a scoring update. After two complete weeks, Brent, or Christian is leading with seven points, Kevin at six, and Brant and myself bringing up the pack at three apiece. Wow. Um, I believe that's called bringing up the rear. Either way, Christian, either way. (laughs) Uh, So we've got a good slate of games for week four. So our first game, Notre Dame and Wisconsin is a pick So, Brant, lead us off. I'm going to go Notre Dame. Kevin? Wisconsin. Christian? Uh, Brian Kelly will be the next coach at Southern Cal. Give me Wisconsin. 
Okay, throwing Ooh. me off there. I'm, I'm going to go with the Irish. Uh, <laughs> Notre Dame. All right, game number two, Texas A&M minus four at Arkansas. Brent, who you got? I'll go A&M. Kevin. Jimbo's mild about that close close encounter with the Buffaloes, so we're going to go A&M. Christian. Well, I love a fat man named Sam Pittman, but let's go A&M. All right, I will go A&M again because I can't stand Sam Pittman. All right, game number three, Clemson minus 13.5 in Raleigh against NC State. Brant. I'll take the Tigers. Kevin. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Dabo and the boys. Christian. Uh, I'll take Dabo and the boys, like Kevin said. I'm going to go NC State here. Let's hear it. Game number four, (laughs) Kentucky favored by five and a half at South Carolina. Brant. I'll go Wildcats. Kevin. Yeah, I'm going Kentucky all the way. Christian. Five and a half is not enough. Bob Stoops, give me the cats. We're going to have a clean sweep there going Wildcats. And our final game for week four, uh, Texas Tech at Texas. Longhorns favored by 11. Brant, who you got? Give me Texas Tech. Kevin? I'll take the fighting Sarkeesians, Longhorns. Christian? All right, all right, all right. Texas? I'm going to go Red Raiders here as well uh, as Brant. All right, that wraps up uh, week four of the Spice Logistics Podcast Pick'em. All right, guys. Hey, time to get into what this episode is all about, which is our villain ranking. So I've got Christian leading us off, Colin second, Brant third, and I will finish this up in the four hole. Number five. Well, guys, we're talking all about villains tonight. And I don't know if you guys did your homework I'm sure Kevin did Um, the definition of a villain, right? So in a film novel or play, it's a character whose evil actions or motives are important to the plot. This could also be a person or thing responsible for specialized trouble, harm, or damage. My criteria tonight, I'm not usually the guy with a lot of criteria, but I was pretty specific tonight. Number one, we're getting close to Halloween. So no horror movie characters, those to me are, are not considered villains in my book. So no Freddy Krueger, no Chucky, no Michael Myers. The other thing is I, I didn't put any characters from shows that some people may not know. So I, I tried not to get too specific. I really tried to keep it pop culture, movies, TV, and I will let you know there is nobody from Harry Potter. Um, so if anybody was questioning that, go back and listen to one of our last episodes. No one from Harry Potter. All right, guys. So coming in at number five. This movie came out in 1997, and this villain was actually also played by the same actor uh, that played the protagonist in this film. And this guy is iconic to me, uh, almost a little bit more of a comedic villain. But I think you'll know, because this movie came out in 1997, at the time, a ransom of $1 million was a lot of money. And it's my guy, Dr. Evil, coming in at number five. Yes. 
I love yes. it, man. I'm not shocked that you picked that. 100% off the grid, though. Golly. What a great me. movie. Yeah, it's <laughs> so funny. Doctor, you were, he's such a funny character. Evil. Man. I can't say it right. One million dollars. What, <laughs> <the, laughs> what was the What was the fat guy's name in that movie? Yeah, Gold, fat bastard. Goldfinger. Oh, who, who am I thinking of? <laughs> I'm going to eat you. Yes. Get in my belly. That's right. Oh boy. <laughs> That's hilarious. Colin has not seen it. Well, he he might come back on the list, guys. Calm down. You haven't seen that movie? I haven't. Oh, of course not. I mean, what? it's got it's got Mike Myers in it. You know, not even the spy him. shagged me. He's not, he's not. He's not watching. That. Oh, Will Ferrell was in it too, oh, so he definitely didn't watch it. What? What's the I, what's his what's the kid's name? Seth something, right? <laughs> Seth Green, Seth who Green. plays uh, right. yes, the son, like yeah, Scott. Yes, He's yes, like, how about yes. no Scott? How about no Scott? Mister Bigglesworth. Yes. How about we have a bald cat? Yes. Gosh, oh, perfect. Great, perfect. I have to man. fire that movie up. Hey, so. good call. Good call. Dang. All right. So, hit, starting off with my criteria, I mean, I really included or considered anything on the television that includes movies, shows, reality TV, uh, game shows, anything like that. And obviously, it was something that I had to be vested in and had seen, you know, at least involved with from a multiple season standpoint or seen the movie multiple times. So kicking it off, probably the rarest villain on my list. And I know that Christian is going to appreciate this inclusion. I'm going with Spencer Pratt. Started dating Heidi, oh who, yes. he who he wow. mentioned in that day in history in 2007 during uh, The Hills. Uh, eventually led to the falling out between Lauren Conrad and Heidi uh, over alleged rumors that Spencer started. And here's a little nugget for you to back this up. Yahoo did a fan poll in 2015 of the greatest reality TV villain. None other than Spencer Pratt was selected as the greatest reality. I love that. I I love that. Wow. Were you rattled when uh, Kevin mentioned Heidi early? <laughs> that is such a random. Yeah. I did not engage Christian's what reaction just to see. Yeah, what seriously. <laughs> Dude, yeah, not, that not is amazing, chances. Colin. You know me too well, and he didn't even cross my mind, which which blows me away because he's – that is amazing, Colin. Yeah. Hey, with him being a top five villain, what did he get Heidi for her birthday? Probably crystals. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Well, he got her a child, Kevin. Fair enough. Coming soon. Coming soon for college. Baby, baby Yoda. <laughs> Dang. I'm right. Those first two picks, I'm right. I'm, I'm, about, I'm about to throw another wrench in the in – the oh, All right. Keep it going. All right. So my criteria is much like Christian and Colin. I, Christian, I appreciate you reading the definition off because uh, I, I too went to Webster to, to see what he had to say about uh, villains. The first one is it may be a stretch to some, but it's very clear to me that this person is a villain. This is Rose from Titanic. Oh, Rose oh, from Titanic. Oh, wow. So, you know, there's a couple <laughs> of things that the number I'll start with the obvious. She she killed Jack. I mean, they're you know, they tried one, they tried one time to get Jack up on the door and it and it, it went a little wobbly and then they didn't try again. And then he she pretty much killed him in that scenario. 
She then goes on to take his last name, you know, Rose Dawson. So you murder this guy in the water. Then you take his last name. You know, you've got crews spending hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to find the heart of the ocean. She throws it in the water, doesn't even tell anyone. You know, there, there's no good quality about Rose. You know, she she cheats on her fiance and goes slumming with Jack in the car. I mean, she's running around with him. There's just no redeeming quality. So Rose from Titanic, number five. Talk Listen, about off the grid. I considered that pick, half jokingly, <laughs> wow. but I considered it. Well, this is coming from the guy who also said Walter White is one of the top fathers of all time. And I also agreed with you. So I, I love the pick. Love the pick. Well, my criteria is more traditional, I think, from a villain perspective. I just went straight psychopaths. I mean, I'm talking about just absolute insane people. Now, Rose may have had some questionable morals, Brant. These people obviously have some questionable morals as well, but I don't think we can say that Rose was necessarily insane like the five that I'm going to present your way this evening. All right, so here we go. Coming in at number five is a lady coming from the Stephen King classic novel made into a movie by Rob Reiner, lady named Annie Wilkes from the movie Misery. Have you guys seen Misery? It's Kathy Bates, right? Kathy Bates, okay. Won won an Oscar, won an Academy Award for best performance. So Annie Wilkes is a nurse. She's obsessed with this author who is played by James Caan, who's one of my least favorite actors of all time. Anyways, he's injured in a car wreck. She kind of rescues him. She finds out that she is or that he is killing off one of her very, very favorite characters in his series of books named Misery. Well, when she finds out that he is killing her off in the next book, essentially, uh, she just goes haywire, man. She pretty much holds him hostage. She ends up breaking his ankles with sledgehammers after learning that he's trying to escape. In the book, he actually has his thumb cut off with an electric knife, and she cuts off his feet with axes. And I mean, just absolute crazy lady. Anyways, towards the end of the movie, she decides that she wants to uh, end both of their lives with a murder-suicide. He saves himself essentially by setting a book on fire and ultimately ramming her head against the typewriter that he uses. Um, but yeah, man, Annie Wilkes, if you have never seen the movie misery and you like just absolute insane, uh, serial killers, go for it. Number five, Annie Wilkes. I need to see the movie. I was actually uh, shout out new listener of the pod, Ryan from my office. He suggested this movie and I, I told him I hadn't seen it, but I would check it out. Fantastic. He, he, he said that scene when she you know, has his ankles, like whatever she does, like is, a, is an insane scene. Oh, it's bad. It, it stuck with me. That's what I think about. Yeah, James Conn's just laying in bed. She's got a sledgehammer, and she just goes to down on his ankles and just yeah. breaks them. Wow. And as a person who hates James Conn, you loved that scene, correct? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hate him at the time. Got it. I'm more of a Scott Conn guy, so I get it. There we go. Number four. Coming at number four, guys, this one is definitely going to be off the grid. And you may even say, Christian, get off the pod. But you know how people say, like, you know, one for me and, you know, two for the other guy. Well, this is the one for me and four for the other guy. So this was the one that I just had to include because this is my favorite movie. 
of all time. It is a comedy movie from 2008, a movie that Brant and Colin and I, I believe, all saw together at Cherrydale Cinemas. The character is the primary antagonist of uh, really one of these two brothers. Uh, yeah, if I say it, it's going to kind of give it away. The film is Step Brothers, and the character is played by Adam Scott, one of my favorite actors, yeah. guilty as charged with yeah. the stories. The Catalina wine mixer, Mr. Derek Huff. You want to punch me in the face, but you won't. What's up with you, Kimasabi? Huh? What's up, man? Yeah, anyway, Derek Huff of Step Brothers fame. Uh, one of the best, I call it villain. He, he's more just this diabolical antagonist who just really just wants to get under his brother's skin because he's so successful and really take the love uh, from the stepdad. So uh, my number four, that one's for me, fellas, Mr. Derek Huff played by Adam Scott of Step Brothers fame. I hope this is not on anybody's list, but man, I totally thought for there up until the last few moments that you were going sack from wedding crashers. <laughs> I thought that's where you were at. Hey, that, that's a great one too, man. And I was thinking it might be on yours, man. What a great pick that was. Guilty great. as charged Guilty with the stories. With the stories. <laughs> yes. I'm already disappointed that I'm just going to be talking about lunatics. I mean, I'm sure this fellow <laughs> did. Kevin, you, you did it the right way, but, you oh, know, sometimes you got to do it your own way. Man, I should have done the boss on Christmas vacation or something. What an idiot. He's could come. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number four for me. Probably going to take a little bit of heat from uh, two of the pod members. I think Christian will be with me on this one. Dan Scott from One Tree Hill. Go. Let's go. Twelve, played by Paul Johansson, father of Lucas and Nathan. Look, this dude was terrible. I mean, I think everybody on the show hated him at one point or another, but for the sole fact that he killed Uncle Keith, he is on this list at number four. I can't believe it, man. He killed Uncle Keith in cold blood. Man, you guys, spoiler alert. I knew you were going to go back and watch the series, but I mean, how Dan's a cold go, dude. <laughs> how do you go from the hills to one tree hill in the villains list? I don't hey, know. man. Wide range. Hey, best Wide is the range. standard. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, Colin, can you give us the tiger fall? I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Furman's play by play guy for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I 100 percent did, and I was like, "Dude, he is he is battling that weight. He's doing a good job." Oh. <laughs> oh. Dan, if you're listening, yes. uh, we're referring to Dan Scott Motors. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, boy. all right. Well, let me let me just preface my four pick by saying, at, I'm not going to be shocked if Christian doesn't have this person on his list. I'm just glad I got to it first with my number four, and you may not, but. You know, he's, he is uh, mentioned often on the pod. Uh, this character is from the 1993 psychological thriller, The Good Son. This is Henry Evans, mm. a.k.a. Macaulay Culkin, just an absolute kid psychopath. You know, for me, it's like when it's a little kid being a psychopath, it's even scarier. Like he, oh, yeah. he throws a dummy into the highway, calls <laughs> Mr. Highway. Yeah. He, shoot, he shoots a dog. Like he throws his sister in the, you know, he, he kind of 
throws her into the ice. I mean, he's just an absolute psychopath. He, you know, it's uh, it's revealed that he killed his younger brother. I mean, just an absolute oh. psycho. So number four, Henry Evans from The Good Son. Bro, I love it. I honestly, you know, I have the DVD, the VHS did not cross my mind, but that scene on the ice rink gets me every time when he, you know, his, oh man, dude, that brings back some childhood memories, bro. And also I want to say this, I trust Rotten Tomatoes for the most part, 26% of Rotten Tomatoes. It's an absolute crime. I'm going to be uh, writing the editor there. I mean, I don't yeah, please do happens. Elijah Wood and Macaulay yes, Culkin yes. at that time. Yes. I mean, yes. give me a Pepsi and a Pizza Hut pizza. I mean, Come on. What a great movie. All right. Coming in at number four for me. This is coming from a guy that has no issues with how Game of Thrones, the entire series ended. Okay. So coming in at number four is probably the most hated villain out of all the villains, at least on my list. I, Sometimes, man, I, I kind of feel myself like appreciating the villain or uh, kind of pulling for the villain. Not this one. Joffrey Baratheon coming in at number four. Not a single redeeming quality for this kid whatsoever. Okay. Uh, born into money, born into incest, just an absolute brutal leader had no morals had no sense of man i don't even know what i'm trying to say but love to humiliate people love to assault people love to abuse people love to ultimately murder people and just an awful awful leader joffrey baratheon i was so so excited at the purple wedding scene when he was poisoned by drinking the wine at who did he marry? What's her name? Uh, Marjorie Tyrell, I believe. When he was marrying Marjorie Tyrell at the reception, he takes a sip of wine, and next thing you know, man, he dies. One he of the greatest it. scenes. Uncle, of, the pie is dry. <laughs> of all. <laughs> hey, that guy that guy that played it was uh, by a fellow named Jack Gleason. I, I did read that immediately after he was killed off, he retired out of acting. So I'm sure he was a nice fellow. His character, though. Golly, couldn't stand him. Yeah, oh, he was easy to hate. Yeah, yeah, one of the worst. For a second, I thought you were going to say King Joffrey Epstein. So I'm glad oh. you went. You went Baratheon. Oh, Can man. we keep that? I, I, I had a feeling you were going that way, Kevin. Here we go. <laughs> number three. All right, guys, coming at number three. I told you that Halloween characters are off the table, but you know who's not off of my table, and that's villains from Christmas movies. And I don't know if this is going to be a surprise to anyone. This is actually a pair that is going to come in tied at number three, a and three B guys that to me, I mean, some of the best villains in any movie, much less around the holidays, two amazing actors for many different reasons, many different films fit these movies. So perfectly, you could never, ever, ever replace either one of them. And guys, you know my obsession with Home Alone. You know my obsession here with Macaulay Culkin on the pod. I mean, if we could ever get him, that would be amazing. But it's these two guys to me that are some of the classic villains. It's the Wet Bandits, the Sticky Bandits. It's Harry. It's Marv coming in at number three. Wow. What a hole. (laughs) Wow. What a hole. Give it, give it, give it, give it, give it, give it, give it. 
Yeah, first I'm gonna bite up a little bite up, bite up, bite up, bite up, bite up, bite up. I mean, Joe Pesci, come on. I mean, that yeah, guy is man. just amazing. How could you get him in that role? Would, yes. Is anybody going to do that today? No. no. Well, I don't know. I mean, that, them together, though, was such an iconic duo. Oh, amazing. Great pick. Excellent. The, the greatest Christmas movie of all time. I don't think it will ever get checked. I don't think anything no. will ever top it. Totally. You can't. Great, great pick, CG. All right, coming in at number three for me. I, I think that this is an off – the, the grid kind of pick, but I think when I say it, a lot of people will agree with me. I'm going Colonel William Tavington from the Patriot, the, the rival of Benjamin Martin in the classic, you know, movie played by Jason Isaacs. Just hate that dude, man. There's nothing to like about him. And he embraces the evil. Great movie. The Patriot's such a great movie. Yeah. Like 2000. That's a, that's a old, that's a good flick. I remember liking the movie, but I don't remember it so much as as to remembering that particular character. I do need to go back and, and check that movie out, though. Yeah, he I was. I mean, he was on horseback. You know, killed uh, killed one of the the Martin sons. I can't remember which one, but uh, ultimately, you know, dies in the end. I like it. All right, Good number pick. number three for me. You know, you you watch the show, and and at first, you know, he. At Poyos Hermanos, he's he's providing customer service that puts Chick Fil A to shame. I mean, he's just a clean cut, squeaky clean guy. But is the 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 biggest narc, narcotics distributor uh, on the southwestern seaboard, big time Gus Fring coming in at number three. Well, I think that. I just said southwestern seaboard. I think I just said that. Anyway, <laughs> Gus Fring's one of my favorite characters of all time. Just a you know, he's like, he's got all these political ties and all these, you know, he's super big in the community, but he's just a huge drug dealer, laundering money through all kinds of different businesses. What's the guy's, what's the guy's name that he just goes down in the, uh, in the laundromat, just like slits dude's throat and then just gets dressed like an absolute (laughs) psychopath. Like he's very, he's very clean and and deliberate and all this stuff. So just a great character. I've always, uh, I've always enjoyed the character. So Gus Fring coming in at number three. Love that pick. Obviously Breaking Bad, my favorite show of all time. So gotta gotta respect that. I think you hit on all the high notes there. I mean, the guy is just this clean cut, you know, service is number one kind of thing. And then yes. he's going out there and, you know, slinging the the meth and just killing fools and then yes. cleaning back up and just uh, what a great, great character. I figured he would show up, man. What a what a show. Hey, could you make the argument that Walter White is a bit of a villain? For sure. I think okay. you could make the argument that his wife is the worst on that show. Oh, man. That's oh, just me. She worst. is. She is. Worst. What was her name again? Starts with S, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I don't even know man. what is her name, but she was the worst, man. Yeah. All right. Hey, love that pick. Coming in at number three. Coming from the Cohen Brother classic movie, No Country for Old Men. We've got Anton Shigur. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Just an absolute ruthless human being. You know, this particular character, Anton Shigur, is played by a guy named Javier Barden, who, after playing in this movie, he won countless awards from every type of, um, I guess, film association out there. And 
what the Cohen brothers were going for was somebody from another planet, somebody that did not look like they would be doing what they were doing, which is just murdering countless people, pretty much anybody that he came in contact with, you know, he would decide their fate with a coin flip, you know, and there's a few people in the movie that based on their correct call of a coin, he spared their lives, but almost everybody that he came in contact with, he was going to kill them. He used them in some form or fashion. But anyway, Javier Barden basically said, look, I can't stand violence. I don't agree with any of this stuff. I don't like, I can't speak good English. He's from Spain. And they're like, yes, this is exactly what we want. Play this part. But no country for old men. He, he was there's some kind of forensic scientist group that studied all of these crazy lunatic psychopath serial killers in all of these films. And Anton Shigura came back as the most realistic villain serial killer out of all the movies that have ever been done on serial killers. So if you haven't seen it, go see it, check it out. A lot of people have pretty much compared him to the grim reaper, right? Like he's, he, he's only you're only going to see him if you are supposed to see him. If he wants you to see him is when you're going to see him. And, you know, there's just nothing you can do about it. If if you cross paths with Mr. Uh, Shigur, so no country for old men. Number three, Anton Shigur. I need to see that movie again. I've, I saw it when it first came out. I haven't seen it again. You know, normally I don't like Coen Brother movies. I, I think they're. I don't know, a bit overrated maybe, but that one, that one was pretty solid. Yeah. Is that a Disney movie, Kevin? Oh no. Hey, we got two more. We got two more spots though, possibly. That hey. one could slide in. Ursula, Little Mermaid. Oh, Her name uh, was Skylar. Skylar White. Skylar. Skylar. Hey, I was right with the S. You were. Man, you were spot on. The worst. <laughs> Number two. Well, guys, we only got two picks left, you know, and this is challenging, right? Because there are a lot of characters out there that you could consider villains. And I I really struggled with kind of my top ones because I was like, you know, there's some chalk picks out there that, heck, even Colin's probably heard of them before, but I didn't go that route. So for my number two comes from a flick, 1999. Uh, It's a film that I could still watch today. I did not just watch it last year, even though I did watch it a few times last year, guys. Um, This movie stars a couple of really great actors who were in their prime in the late 90s. um, And that was Brad Pitt and Edward Norton. The movie is called Fight Club. And whichever way you want to look at it, this villain, Tyler Durden, Um, the movie has Ed Norton as basically the narrator of the movie and you're going through his depressing life. And this whole time, you know, he meets the soap salesman, Brad Pitt and like this guy, like the whole time, like, I mean, he's, he's fighting himself. It turns out Brad Pitt, Tyler Durden. I I mean, that was Edward Norton. It, It was crazy to say it, but to me, that was such a good character, a smart character, a smart movie. And to me, that's why he made my top five list. So coming in at number two, Whoever you want to say it is, I, we'll give it to Brad Pitt for the Oscar here. Mr. Tyler Durden of Films The Fight Club. What a weird movie. Man, it's... What a great soundtrack, The Pixie. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. yes. Yeah. Yes. I, no, I, do, I do love that movie. I love the book, too, man. It's spot on. It's been a while. I could go check that out again. 
It's a great movie. It's a it's it's definitely weird in the way that it just plays out. But the very first time, I wish I could go back to like ten minutes after I saw it for the very first time because I was I wasn't even close to tracking what was going on there. Like I I didn't think they were there was any possibility they were the same person. How about the cameo from Meatloaf in that movie? Oh, yes, yeah. yes. I yeah. would do anything for love. But also the cameo from Jared Leto of 30 Seconds to Mars, My So-Called Life. He was the guy with the dyed blonde hair. Didn't you know he was in it? He's a good guy. He never ages either. I think I've seen it once, maybe. He's done a lot of movies. Hey, at least you've heard of it, Colin. Yeah, Colin, I was going to go Darth Vader, but I didn't want you to feel out of the loop. All right, coming in at number two for me, and I feel like this is another off the grid pick, but I think it, I think some will believe it. Brody Jenner. No, no, no Brody here. Ivan Drago, Rocky Four, 1985 flick, Mm. played by Dolph Lundgren, uh, kills Apollo Apollo Creed before Rocky uh, travels to Russia and defeats, defeats the big Russian. That's a good pick. Can we play some uh, Survivor right now? QI bam, Tiger. Bam, hey, it's on bam, the Power bam. 5 Podcast uh, playlist. Check out the yeah, There it is. Hey, check out episode 34, Top yeah. 80 Songs, number two for KW. Yeah, Colin, he was on my short list as well. Um, and he also makes an appearance in Creed 2 with his son, uh, Victor Drago. Hey, listeners, if you hear any kind of slurping going on, Christian's just sucking down Skittles left and right. Um, yeah, this uh, number two pick was brought to you by Skittles. <laughs> I'll allow it. Absolutely. All right, coming in number two for me, um, you know, one of my one of my all-time favorite actors, and, and to me, one of his top three movies, it's going to be Alonzo Harris from Training Day, um, number two, just – you know, kind of a corrupt cop. You 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 want him to be good, and he just at every turn is just an absolute, just corrupt guy. And at the end, I mean, he's really found out. I mean, it's just a just a great role by Denzel. He did such a great job. So coming to number two, Alonzo Harris, Training Day. Yes, can I feel you would go with that, Colin? Can you give us a King Kong quote? I can't. But... <laughs> King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Hey, you like to get wet? You like to get wet? <laughs> All right, I'm pretty chalk here for number two. Luke, Luke, I am your father. Oh, Dan Listen, Scott. Hey, Star Wars. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Star Wars, completely overrated. That goes back to our Hot Takes episode, episode number 11. If you disagree with that, that's cool. But Hot Takes uh, episode number 11. I talk about how I think Star Wars is a bit overrated, but Darth Vader, there's not a person on on planet Earth, or there's very few people on planet Earth probably that don't know who Darth Vader is. I mean, you know, anybody that can channel the force of the universe, right, that used to be a good guy, wants to save his wife, which, by the way, goes against all Jedis for, you know, Colin, I'm pretty sure that you don't know that. That's fine. I had to read up on this. So the Jedis were not supposed to get married. He illegally gets married. She's going to die during childbirth. He talks to one of the Lord Sith. They're like, basically, if you come to the dark side, you can save your wife. So he comes to the dark side. She dies anyways. 
he gets pretty mild about that. Therefore, then he turns to the Darth Vader. Uh, <laughs> Luke Skywalker is his kid. Finally, though, in episode three, right as he's dying, he's electrocuted. He does turn back to the light. But, man, what a fearful guy. Just the voice, the look, you know, the music, right? Just says everything you need to know about that. What a villain. Number two, Darth Vader. I tell you, Kevin, you put me back in that scene. And, like, for Colin, the fact that you use the word mild, he might actually go watch the movie now. It sounded kind of cool. I mean, after that recap, <laughs> I've got it. I don't need I was going to say, that was man. actually – yeah, you pretty much summed it all up for him. Spoiler alert to all of our fans. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Number one. Well, guys, it's time for that number one villain. And when you guys said we're ranking top five villains, this is the first person that came to mind. And I'm pretty sure we're going to hear it again. And honestly, guys, first of all, T's and P's, rest in peace to this goat, this legend, Sir Heath Ledger as none other than the Joker from Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. I mean, guys, come on. I mean, that movie in itself, I mean, I believe it came out in 2008. I mean, one of the best movies, the best Batman movie, in my opinion. And Heath Ledger made it. That character is just, you know, bar none, uh, one of the best characters, uh, nonetheless, a villain. But what he did for that role, and honestly, we've heard about the Joker, right? I mean, it it messes with your mind and obviously, you know, did something to his. So definitely we got a performance of a lifetime and uh, nothing more to say. Heath Ledger's Joker, number one for me. Why so serious? Yeah, I mean, just an unbelievable job he did. Really, really solid pick. I mean, it, it, it certainly could have made the list. You know, I just I chose not to include it. Kind of wanted to avoid a washout, but totally get it. Great pick, Christian. Number one for me, you know, probably the most different, most different character than than any of the others on my list. Had to go with Captain Hook from Hook in 1991. Oh my gosh, uh, that is the one I go to uh, when I think of Peter Pan and <laughs> and Captain Hook, uh, played by Dustin Hoffman. You know, just a, a great kid flick. Listen, you think about Peter Pan. <laughs> Listen, you start the episode off tonight making Disney jokes, and you throw a Disney villain Disney. in your number one slot. Number hey, one. man, I had to throw some love. I had to throw some love. Listen, he is my favorite villain on all the Disney movies just because of the hilarity of him. He's absolutely hilarious. I mean, you know, the crocodile and all that good stuff. I'm not going to get on Captain Hook, but I, I do find it interesting that you choose Captain Hook number one. Hey, I'm proud of you. Now you can come to the parks. Come on, the Peter Pan ride. That was not a Disney movie just to, well, yeah, well, okay. So it is, but yeah, with Paramount and, you know, so Colin, I'm sorry. It's technically a Disney character. I really view it as a Paramount. (laughs) Hey, the the movie Hook is solid though. You remember Rufio? Rufio was dope. Rufio. Crazy here. Hey, I like it, man. Captain Hook, number one. Yeah, I like it. Good pick, Colin. All right, I'm with Christian, number one. I mean, there there was no one else. When we when I thought about villains, it had to be Heath Ledger. Uh, it had to be his portrayal of Joker, uh, the terror of Gotham City. He did he did such a great job. I mean, really, I think he did. I think he got so much. I think it's been widely uh, reported, but he got so deep into this character that 
it literally had caused him trouble afterwards. I mean, it, it, this is how committed he was to the role. It was the role. I mean, it was the performance of a lifetime. It set this movie apart. I've said in our, I think one of our hot takes episode that I'm really not a superhero movie guy, but I always like Batman movies. And this is by far the best Batman. Just, just a shame that we didn't get more uh, movies from him in this role because he did, he just nailed it. Um, so number one, there, there was no doubt about it. Uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. Gotta love hey, it. You guys, you guys stole the thunder, but yeah, it was number one the entire way, the Joker. And I will say this, you know, while I do prefer the Heath Ledger role, I remember seeing the original Batman with Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson playing the Joker at the old Colony Theater in Easley. Mm. That was one of the very first movies I ever went to go see, that, or at least that I can remember. But, um, man, I like all the Joker characters. Like, in the Michael Keaton original Batman movie, he was just over-the-top, like, sinister with his laughs and the makeup and the, the the bright purples and the bright greens and all that sort of stuff. And then it turned into that, just that dark character, obviously with Heath Ledger. And I haven't even seen the Joker with, it was a Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen it. How is that? <laughs> Dude, it is so good, but it's it not, don't consider it a Batman movie, but also consider it an amazing movie. Okay. A great movie. It's I just mean, a great movie. Man. Job too. Yeah. He gives you a different look into that character. Yes, yes, man. I really, I wasn't even thinking about him. That's a great. That's a. You need to see that movie, Kevin. If you have yeah, it. yeah, I do. I, I like the original uh, Joker back from like the like when was that? Like back in the early. Is that the seventies or is that like the thirties? Tommy Jones played him, right? He was Two Face. Yeah, uh, Two Face. But no, there was actually an African American gentleman who played the Joker back in the original series. Um, and he used to say, never rub another man's rhubarb. And I want you to quote me on that. I'm not even kidding. I thought you were about to say number one or something like that again. <laughs> he used to say, never rub another man's man, rhubarb. I mean, you had, you got Danny DeVito playing the penguin. Oh, oh my character. Golly, you had, uh, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Then oh, you had yeah. obviously, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger Jim Carrey. is Mr. Freeze. Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey is the Riddler. That's right. The Riddler, yes. So that's, that's I mean, movie. Tom Hardy is Bane, even though you couldn't understand him. That's was right. an epic villain I thought about. Can I get a Bane impression? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you can't oh, understand that. That was disappointing, Christian. That was disappointing. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> yeah. So was Tom Hardy. <laughs> we did. We need to. We need to see some some Batman. No doubt, man. Good. Good stuff. Well, let's do a quick review as we close out here. Christian, you had coming at number five. You had Doctor Evil. Number four, Derek Huff from Step Brothers. Number three, Harry and Mav from the Home Alone series. Number two, Tyler Durden from Fight Club. And number one, the Joker, the Heath Ledger edition. Colin, coming at number five, Spencer Pratt from The Hills. What's that other show he was on? Is that it? The Hills? Uh, the new yeah. version of The Hills. New okay. Hills. okay. Number four, Dan Scott of One Tree Hill. Number three, Colonel William Tavington from The Patriot. Number two, Ivan Drago from the Rocky movies. And number one, Captain Hook. 
Brant coming in at number five, you had Rose from the Titanic. Number four, you had Henry Evans. Number three, Gus Spring from Breaking Bad. Number two, Alonzo Harris from Training Day. And number one, The Joker. And coming in at number five for me, I had Annie Wilkes from the movie Misery. Number four, Joffrey Baratheon. Brant, I'm a little surprised you didn't have Joffrey in your, your top five list. Number three, Anton Chigurh. Number two, Darth Vader. And number one, The Joker. Gentlemen, any final thoughts? I mean, yeah. my, my thought, my initial thought listening to that recap is, my gosh, Colin, what a horrible list. <laughs> hey, man, listen, it's just what an absolute uh, hills. And then we're going to check out One Tree Hill. Then let's go over to the to the Jeep Theater and let's get hooked. <laughs> listen, I mean, man. the people wow. agree with me on Spencer Pratt. I want you to poll. I want you to put a Twitter poll out there on Spencer Pratt, one of your top villains, and see what the people think. See what the and, people think. I mean, Colin, you were definitely off the grid, maybe even out of this universe, but, you know, I love it. I appreciate it. I will say, though, Kevin, Joffrey, was he even the biggest villain on that show? I would argue Cersei Lannister. Cersei. Hey, possibly Cersei. Possibly even Ramsey. Oh, Ramsey. Ramsey, Ramsey man. Yes. Cersei finished it for <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah. but Joffrey, I think Kevin nailed it. Joffrey mm-hmm. was that character. His death was so satisfying. It like was. When he, it was like, yes, he's, he's when he hung himself in jail. He's. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Hey, welcome back to the pod, baby. Yes, welcome back. Welcome. Hey, back. well, listen, man. Let me just give a shout out. We we just jumped up about fifty followers on Twitter. You know, if you're listening right now and you hadn't joined, please do so. Give us a follow at the Power Five Pod on Instagram, on Facebook as well. Also, huge thanks to Spice Logistics just joining on board and helping us sponsor a little bit with our pickums this week. So, man, we're excited about that. We're excited about the pod's growth, and we look forward to doing it again next week when we bring episode 36 to you. So, we'll be back. We look forward to it, and until then, say goodnight, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs>